Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the big interview, Bite Size. Brought to you by Bet365. I'm Graham Hunter, and in each episode, you'll hear an elite footballer tell a story that's guaranteed to brighten your day. All of them come from my podcast, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter, which you can find by searching on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We got very lucky with the timing of our interview with Liverpool's Andy Robertson. We sat down almost immediately after Liverpool 4, Manchester City 3 in January 2018. Therefore, I was able to ask him about that Premier League classic and his one-man press of Bernardo Silva and Kyle Walker and then John Stones and Ederson and on to Nicolas Otamendi. It was the moment the cop truly fell for Andy. And here's how he describes it. It was, it was a game that was played at a million miles per hour. You know, we didn't get our breath back, probably. You know, we were all in the change room and nobody was really speaking because it was just one of the ones, like, what did just happen out there? And, you know, for a neutral point of view, I think, like, all my friends obviously have a look into me, but, you know, people you follow on Twitter and all that were just loving the game as a, as a neutral. You know, lots of goals, two good teams going at it and... And the attacking football was incredible. And defensively, you know, even though there were seven goals, there was still, you know, a lot of big challenges, you know, tight at the back, especially first half. And what a game. And it was brilliant to be a part of. One of the things that people probably don't think about a lot is that footballers are asked to carry quite a lot of information. And if you play three times a week, that's three different big chunks of information about team tactics, about an individual opponent. One, what's that process like under Jurgen Klopp for you or the team, the actual information delivery? And two, what happened on the pitch compared to what he was asking you all to do? As the manager and all the staff that are behind him, they, they don't leave, you know, their attention to detail is, is incredible. So, you know, like you said, we do get a lot of information before the game. We usually know how, how we're going to set up. You know, we, that's what pre-season for. We drill it in and, and that's our favourite way to play. Of course, we've changed our formation a couple of times mm. this season where you need to adapt. But, you know, usually we, ha- we have the same formation and we know where everyone should be. But against Man City, there's, there's that much that they do that... We were, I think we were quite lucky in the way that we played Friday against Everton and we had to the Sunday, so we had to, we had a whole week. So one day we could focus on ourselves, the next day we could focus on Man City, but sometimes you don't get that much time. No. And, you know, I think it was just, you know, the gaffer just drilled into us that on our day we can, you know, we can cause people problems. And we showed that. We, had, we knew we, had, we were going to get tested defensively, which we did, but... We tested them going forward, and we we capitalised on their mistake. Tactically, was was there a, 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 was there, was his point at any stage? I think that if your pressing is really intelligent, and they don't get time on the ball, they may make more mistakes than they've shown for weeks. Or was that not an I idea? Think was, I think it was more trying to press them as high up the pitch because you know a lot of people go and play Man City now, and they just sit back and yeah. try and defend for yeah. ninety minutes. Yeah, some people might get lucky and get a draw, but. 
they're they're world-class players. You can sit back and, you know, I've been at Hull, of course, and against the big teams, we did just sit back and defend. Sometimes Mm. we would get a 0-0 draw, but in other times, they would pick you off anyway. So sometimes it's better to have a goal, but we've got world-class players, so we knew if we could win the ball in dangerous areas, then we would cause them problems. And that's what, in that eight minutes that we scored three goals, I think that's what happened. You know, Mo Salah won the ball high up the pitch. We forced the keeper into a mistake. We forced John Stones into a mistake that Roberto managed to capitalise on. So all these mistakes added up, but I think it was because we were putting pressure on them high up the pitch and they didn't quite know how to deal with it. So let's talk about the run. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's got mythical stages already. Um, And I bet you're going to tell me I was just natural, of course. What was going through your head? What was it? I didn't really want to be that far out of position, if I'm honest. But when I came in, um, you know, I was thinking I was speaking to one of the lads about it. And it was just every pass back, they all gave me a sniff of the ball. I thought... I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there. But, you know, if maybe the first pass was a wee bit firmer back to the, I would have left it, because that's me done my job, I forced my winger back. But at that moment in time, we'd just scored three goals, we were 4-1 up, the fans were magnificent, everyone was right on top of us, so we had an extra 10%, and I thought, after the first press, you know, you, you heard everyone up, and then I was like, I need to keep going, and... You know, I don't think it was a foul at the end, if I'm honest, but I couldn't. Usually I'd run up to the referee and argue, but I was completely out of breath. I was just like, get back in position and focus. But it was just one of the moments that, especially when I went to the centre-half, because I think everyone now knows how good their goalkeeper is with the ball. So I knew he wasn't going to launch it. I knew he was going to take a touch. So I knew he would give me you a You were a step ahead. Like, yeah. So luckily, like he was so composed on the ball, I thought he'd maybe panic, but he didn't care. But, you know, obviously, it was just, it did catch quite a bit of... Um, and everybody on social media, they, everybody loved it. But analytically, you were going, it's the right thing to do. Are you just like that naturally, or is there a, a culture here of acceptance that if you think you're doing the right thing and you take a creative risk, if it doesn't quite come off, there won't be blame unless it was directly disobeying a tactical order. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I think, you know, everyone's seen us this season and probably since the managers came in, really, that, you know, he likes as soon as we lose the ball, then it's all about, you know, pressing and trying to get that ball back. Because if we've got the ball, then we can control the game. Mm-hmm. We can't concede goals with, when we've got the ball. We can only score goals, really. So, you know, I think from the terms of pressing, I don't think he'll ever tell somebody not to press. He would maybe prefer that we were hunting in twos and threes instead of just one man pressing. But... You know, I knew if I was I was to go there, I think it was um, Gini Wijnaldum, I knew he would cover into left-back, I knew somebody would drop into midfield, so from that point of view, if they did get through, then I would just have to get back, but people would have been in my position. That's really good to know, this is the pre-season training, this is the work yeah. that you've done already, that you don't have to look, There'll be sl- the, my smart colleagues... Yeah. We've got the same work ethic. We'll be slotting it where they should be. Yeah, it's not. You know, it's not about. Um, you know, it's about learning other people's positions as well. It's about. You know, if especially. You know, he likes our fullbacks getting forward, and when we go forward, we need protection. Of course, we do because if we go forty yards and put a rubbish cross, then they are on the break. So we need people covering us, and that's the way it always has been. But we also need to cover our centre backs or our mm-hmm. centre mid if they go wandering. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's all about learning other people's positions as well as yourselves and. I think, you know, as a squad, we're, we're quite good at that. Thank you for listening to The Big Interview Bite Size, brought to you by Bet365. All of these stories come from my podcast series, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. There are interviews with over 100 elite footballers on our archive. Search for the show on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.